Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Christopher Runstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Saturn coming out of retrograde on October 10th. Now, Saturn is the planet of time in astrology, and we have different notions or ideas of time. Uh, You can be on time, you can be early, or you could be late. You might feel like you've been born ahead of your time, or you spend a lot of your time running to keep up with the times. Maybe you experience in your life this feeling of having all the time in the world, or maybe you live as if there aren't enough hours in the day. So time is relative. And the way that you relate to time or understand time has a lot to do not only with where Saturn is placed in your own astrological chart, but with what Saturn is doing upstairs in the sky. Now, the new description of time that's kind of been added to some of the things that I've just mentioned is something called real time. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I always find that so funny. Real time. Events are happening in real time. We're reporting to you in real time. Like, What other kind of time is there? I mean, are people living in suspended animation somewhere? Are there parts of the world that are moving in slow motion? Um, Is there such a thing as fake time or artificial time or, you know, alternative time? I don't know. I just think it's an extraordinary phrase and one that I love to play around with a lot in my head these days. Now, with Saturn coming out of retrograde, it began its retrograde uh, last May 23rd, with Saturn coming out of retrograde, what this means is that the planet of of time is kind of like rebooting its energies uh, as it moves forward in the sky. So there's going to be this feeling almost as if... um, you know, time is beginning to become a factor again as to uh, a feeling of when it was kind of put on hold. Now, that's a kind of interesting idea with Saturn. Saturn, as I said, is the is the planet of time. Uh, he's named after, or his Greek name is Kronos, uh, which means time, and it's where we get the adjective chronic, something that uh, you have to live with. Uh, it just will never go away. It's time will be always, um, like a chronic condition. So with this idea of Saturn coming out of retrograde, sort of reemerging from its slumber, so to speak, there's going to be this feeling that time once again is pressing. Time once again is going to be of an issue. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you've been living in suspended animation since the end of May, but what it could mean is that you've been living with an obligation. I want to think of Saturnian concepts here. You might be living with an obligation or an expectation or an anticipation of something um, for a, a prolonged period of time. When Saturn is retrograde, things become both long and slow. 
And I want you to think about those two words there for a moment, long and slow, because long and slow aren't necessarily the same idea. It can take you a long time to accomplish something because you've been beset with all these sorts of other assignments or distractions or things that continually divert uh, your attention or steal your focus. Okay, so something that should have been very quick and easy ends up becoming long because it became complicated. Uh, things can become slow uh, because it just takes you a long time uh, uh, to figure out how something is going to work, okay? Uh, so, so the mental wheels might be very slow in terms of coming up with a solution. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I often have times where I wake up in the morning and suddenly, you know, the light bulb goes off and suddenly something makes sense, but it was a very slow process. It's actually been something that's been on my mind for sometimes a year, two, or maybe three. So that idea of long and slow uh, being associated with a Saturn retrograde, uh, when, you, when there's a feeling as if life has gone off what was supposed to be the fast track or the expected track of, of getting things done. And I like to sort of refer to Saturn retrograde grades, not as a waste of time, uh, something that's been long and slow and tedious or just took forever for things to come together. But I like to think of Saturn retrograde as time out. All right. Um, it's not time out isn't the same thing as time off. OK, I just wanted to clarify that time off is like, oh, I've got some time off and I can go and have some leisurely activities or something. Time out is something that a parent calls when you've been acting out like Billy. I think you need to take a time out. Now, my mother was very fond of time outs. She needed to be. As I've mentioned here on the show before, I was raised with four brothers. That makes five boys, all one year apart. All right. So we were known as the Catholic quintuplets. So we could be a rather rowdy group. And we're not a very small, demure, or shy and retiring family. We're very loud. We're very vocal. We're very opinionated and colorful. In any case, my mother uh, happens to be the smallest or was the smallest member of our family. She came in at 5'2". And so she had to sort of wrangle these boys uh, as they were all growing up, as we were all growing up. And the way that she did it, and it was really quite marvelous, actually, the way that she did it, it she would just sort of like turn around, you know, in a moment when you had finally gone too far. You were working her last nerve. She had really had enough of you. <laughs> so she would turn around and she would be like, Chrissy, time out. And I'm like, oh no, not a time out. No, please don't let me have a time out. Mom, please, please. You know, I was always pleading as if I were being led off to the gallows or something like that. And she's like, no, you're going to have a time out because I've had it with you. You've been, you're so annoying. And I'm like, I promise I won't be annoying anymore or whatever. She's like, no, you're going to go to your room and you're going to go to your room for an hour. And I was like, Okay, and I wasn't really too bothered about going to my room because I had lots of things to do by myself in my room, like all sorts of comic books to read and books and things like that. So going to my room was no big deal. And she knew that too, because then she would quickly say on top of that, you're going to go to your room and you're going to write me an essay. This essay is going to be 120 words. I want you to take this dictionary. Somehow she would always produce this dictionary out of mid air. And it was always like a, a thick, heavy dictionary. I want you to take this dictionary 
dictionary and be like, boom, okay. I want you to take this dictionary. I want you to go to your room for the next hour. I want you to look up the word obnoxious. Obnoxious, what does that mean? Exactly. I want you to look up the word obnoxious and then I want you to write me an essay that is 120 words long and that's what you're going to do for the next hour. And so I would trot off with this heavy dictionary and a, and a, and a pencil and, and, and paper, and I would begin to write out uh, the word obnoxious and an essay, which basically was about how I was being obnoxious. Now, this was a wonderful thing. I mean, I cannot begin to tell you what this did for my vocabulary and my writing abilities, which only attests to how many times in my childhood I was being obnoxious, although mom chose other words for me to copy out and write an essay about. But in any case, um, it did a lot for my vocabulary. It did a lot for my writing ability. But most of all, it made me think about what was going on. Okay, now this wasn't reflective in a sort of like emptying out reflective sort of way. This was like, no, there was an intent. I needed to learn something. I needed to understand what the word obnoxious was. And I had no choice. I had to write a word, uh, an essay about the word obnoxious. So there was no escaping or, or, or dodging that idea. And so when I emerged from my room, not only was I more learned, I knew the word obnoxious, but I had also calmed down. I had also was no longer a spaz or an, an irritant or someone who was really bothering the hell out of my mother. And what she would do is that she would take the essay and she would read it out loud. And, and, and the end result was her pretty much saying, okay, I think you understand what this word means. And me feeling kind of like proud of myself, like, you know, kind of proud of, for being obnoxious or knowing at least what the word obnoxious meant. And this is what I wanted to share with you about Saturn turning retrograde. It's a timeout. It's a timeout because obviously we're not getting something, okay? And it deals with an obligation. It deals with a responsibility. It deals with an assignment that we want to duck or something that we don't particularly want to do. Um, it might even deal with a burden. And we may even feel it during, during this time right when Saturn began its retrograde back in May of last year, that we had no idea of how we were going to deal with this or, or the mind shut down or we're refusing to deal with this or, 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 or I'm being penalized for something I never did, something along those lines. And so we have this timeout, we have this Saturn retrograde where we get some time to really think about this. And thinking in Saturn terms isn't just, as I said before, reflecting. Thinking is repeating coming up against the wall again and again and again, coming up against the obstacle again and again and again, dwelling um, on our feelings of helplessness, victimization, how this is too big, something we can't possibly handle. Because these are all, these can be all signs of resistance that ultimately lend themselves to an, an acceptance and a profound understanding. We always begin with why we can't some, why we can't do something or handle something or tolerate something. And eventually with time, out, we work our way to figuring out a way that we can manage it, we can deal with it, we can live with it. So there's a kind of acceptance. It's not really the same thing as resignation. There's a kind of an, an acceptance or an absorption that takes place. Saturn right now is in Aquarius. So Saturn's big lesson that it's teaching us on a global lesson, uh, on a global level is 
how do you get along in society? And what kind of society do you want to live in? Okay. Aquarius is an air sign. It is the zodiac sign of society. And it's the large society. A uh, word for it is the collective. Okay. And the Aquarian motto is the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, right? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So Saturn in Aquarius is making everyone think globally on this planet about what kind of world they want to live in. And as you probably noticed in the last uh, few months, number of months, I think it was December of last year that Saturn entered uh, Aquarius. Uh, it first entered in 2020. COVID kind of shut down society and Saturn sort of sent everyone to their rooms and called a collective timeout for the entire world. Timeout to stop, look and listen, and to think about the future and the society that you live in. So that's Saturn in Aquarius on a global level. On a personal level, Saturn in Aquarius, as I just had said, can, can deal with obligations or responsibilities. Obligations and responsibilities you may have to society, the social order, neighborhood, Saturn in Aquarius still rule, rules over bosses and superiors and people in charge of things. So it may be burdens and responsibilities in regard to them as well. And how you play a role in the lives of the people around you. Okay, so Saturn in Aquarius kind of calls you to account. How are your actions affecting the lives of the people around you and their welfare? This is the great challenge that Saturn in Aquarius is giving to all of us. Um, and it's there for another year. So as Saturn emerges from its retrograde, these are things that you might want to keep in mind. You also might want to see what your relationship is to that overwhelming burden, that terrific obligation, that I don't know if I can handle this responsibility. You may find that it's changed. You may find that it's gone through a subtle shift, or it's altered in some way. Now, this isn't necessarily saying that you're going to have the solution to your problems, and you're going to know what to do. But you may actually have a more wise attitude about it. Or you may feel like there's more insight. Or maybe just all this Saturn retrograde did was make you slow down to a point where you weren't trying to outrace or, 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 or throw one quick solution after another, and you actually had to really sort of take in and absorb what's going on. So there's going to be this, this feeling of emergence um, that comes with Saturn coming out of retrograde on October 10th. And this feeling of like, I know what to do. Now, it may not be conscious yet, but it may just be this feeling of I know what to do. And I want you to sort of, I want you to sort of stay with that feeling of I know what to do. I have a feeling of what, what is the right thing to do. Um, let it linger as a feeling. It will eventually emerge into your consciousness. And that will probably take place when uh, the sun forms a sextile to Saturn on November 30th. Your weekly horoscope is brought to you by Astrology Hub. If you'd like more extended personalized guidance from Christopher by Sun Sign and Rising, make sure you subscribe to receive the free weekly horoscope delivered via email to your inbox each Sunday. 
Just go to astrologyhub.com slash horoscope and start receiving even more free personalized guidance today. That's astrologyhub.com slash horoscope. And if you love what we do and would like to support our work, please subscribe to the podcast, give us some stars, and if you feel inclined, leave us a review. It does so much to help us get quality astrology out to the world, and we're grateful for all the time that you take to do this. Thank you for listening in today, and as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life.